Hello and welcome to another Octal FM Soundbites. I'm Gelada. And I'm Sefran. We also have a special guest for this Soundbites. Hello. Yes, Tony is back with us. It's been quite a while since you've been on an episode with us, I think, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. Wasn't the last one about Pokemon Direct? Oh, I think... Oh, wow. That, yeah, the last oh. time you were on was when we talked about uh, another Nintendo Direct, which is the topic of today's soundbite. Yeah, you could be the Nintendo Direct's, like, I don't know... Correspondent. Yes. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Um, and yeah, that's what we're talking about in this soundbite. We're having a quick chat about the latest Nintendo Direct. And there was a huge amount in this one. There was just a lot of stuff, a lot of announcements, a lot of cool stuff, a lot of stuff that was like straight away, as well as stuff that was coming up in the future. You know, I mean, I think most notably was that they launched like a, a SNES virtual console on mm-hmm. the Switch alongside the existing one that they've got for the for the NES, uh, where if you have the Nintendo Switch Online subscription, which is such a token amount of money that everyone does, then you also get the SNES one as well. Which I think is the, probably the best way to still utilise that old library of games now. Because for like the longest time, going back into the Wii, you could buy those games, which is great that they're available to purchase. But having to buy each individual old like NES and SNES game feels really like cumbersome now. Like having to buy yeah. like three individual times essentially between consoles. And this is a great way to sort of boost the appeal factor of their online subscription service because it's like well you're not just paying to be able to play multiplayer games you're you're paying to be able to access all these great library of games which to be honest with you is not actually half bad because they do put decent games on there it's not like they lock all the good games behind single purchases you know they're straight up the first set of games they've released for snes online is uh you know a good lineup such as mario world and uh link to the past uh, some of the Kirby games, you know, there's some good games like Super Metroid. What's the worst game on the list? Past? There's some fairly poor looking ones. There's like a weird Japanese only Puyo Puyo type game, I think, which is still in Japanese. So it's kind of hard to work out how to play. I think that's supposed to be quite good, but oh, I heard it? Brawl Brothers is rubbish, but a bit of a random choice, apparently. Right. But I haven't tried that. I went through and played all the ones that, well, not all of them all the way through but i tried like most of them and yeah it's fun have have either of you guys been playing any of them i haven't yet <laughs> thanks i i went straight for my like one of my favorite snes games of all time which was uh super mario world 2 yoshi's island um, that is that is my, my jam i i hit that straight away <laughs> we were we were talking about how we're kind of sick of super mario worlds like there's only so many times it's so amazing but there's also so is there is there a limit to how many times you can play that game i think so yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, because yeah, it does get a little bit re- repetitive but uh, they had to that's why you got mario that. maker right so you can play yeah. new levels in that exact same game mode yeah i've been playing link to the past mm-hmm. i played quite a good chunk of it yesterday and that is still very good but I have played it a few times before, so it'd be good if they released some more kind of like hidden gems on the SNES. What is it? SNES Virtual yeah, Console. That's not what it's classic called. Or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, for example, there's this game that I found out about just randomly called. It's called Evo Search for Eden, and it's mm-hmm. really good. You play as you start as this like little fish, and it's kind of like an RPG. You kind of level up but you evolve different parts of you and you eventually become a dinosaur and things like that. And it's really fun. So, so it's like I hope a they older, that one. kind of classic version of Spore. Yeah. Yeah, but better because Spore was 
A bit rubbish, yeah. Spools, great. Spools, a bit rubbish. And that's that's yeah. uh, a good segue as well. Talking about uh, you playing Zelda, in that they showed off some more of the new uh, remake for Link's Awakening. Yes, um, and it looks really good. They, it does. I think it looks better than it did in the previous uh, direct. I think they've really polished it up a little bit more, and everything looks not much nicer now. Looks less yeah. like a mobile game. Hopefully they've also ironed out any, there's been some, apparently some frame rate issues, I think, um, Ah. when people have been playing it at the recent sort of, I think like Gamescom and and things like that, it's had some issues. So hopefully they've polished that. I think I saw a like final preview from IGN uh, the other day that said that it was mostly, it was mostly pretty smooth and it ran okay. That's good. The only thing is, is this, I appreciate it's a lot of work to, they haven't just sort of ported it over. But it's a sort of a, a Game Boy era game, and the price tag is still fifty pounds. Yeah, I don't seems know about a bit that. Deep. <laughs> is it going to get a physical release? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose you got a physical release. Maybe pick up like a secondhand copy or something later yeah. on down the line. Save the Zelda, some money. the amiibo though, it's not Zelda. I'm being a noob. The Link amiibo that they're releasing though looks really cute. Yeah, it does. It does look good. I, I'm glad they're carrying on releasing amiibos even though it's like a much lower part of their business now like the whole sort of like toys to life genre of create uh, of, of boom has gone down a little bit but it's mm. still good that they're carrying on with it to allow people to continue yeah. their collections i know the, um, do look very nice but i don't want to fall down that rabbit hole yeah definitely i think that the snes sort of classic games and the Link's awakening stuff was sort of the the non-surprises i guess everyone was expecting them to do a mm-hmm. snes thing at some point but probably the biggest surprise at least for me was overwatch on switch right yeah like definitely. Just, that was a complete blindside i feel like people were like talking about it a little bit like oh it, it's gonna happen but then they just sort of like outwardly released it straight up um, yeah there was no sort of build up to it at all it was just yeah and it's coming out pretty soon it did sort of get leaked so i, I knew about it before because mm. there was a listing on some random website of a case with an overwatch a switch yeah. case or something like that but but yeah that's it's pretty cool i, I never would have really well I'm just being silly here now because of Diablo, but before Diablo and this again, I guess, kind of surprising to see Blizzard games on hmm. a Nintendo consoles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I'm a little concerned about the performance of it. Like, I think they say it's going to be massively capped at 30 at best, and even then, I don't mm. think it's going to manage 30 most of the time. I don't um, know though. It's not that visually splendid a game, right? Like, it's it, not. It's, it's maybe yeah. it's not, but there's a lot going on. Like, there's yeah. a lot of like flare effect, not flare effects, but like you know, there's a lot going on the screen at all at once. Um, you True. Know, big fights. So all those effects going off at the same time, I think, could maybe give the Switch a little bit of a bit of a chugging session, especially if it's uh, in handheld mode. I think, as yeah, in handheld mode, it, it reduces down its resolution. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a bit cynical. But, yeah, it's still great that it's another console that that this kind of huge monumental game is available on. And it'll have cross-platform play, which is great. So, uh, they're adding a few extra features to it as well. Like, for example, you can use the motion gyro controls for aiming. um, Sort of like you do in things like um, Splatoon, for example. Which is interesting, because it might actually give the Switch players a slight edge over other console players hmm. um, i think there was a a bunch of ports were announced as well i, I don't know everyone can sort of give maybe their uh, uh number one for me it was i was interested in the fact that they're doing divinity original sin 2 oh yeah Switch. yeah cool because uh, and i saw some uh, footage and coverage from it as well and apparently it runs really like surprisingly well given the fact That's that good. it's quite a visually um strong game and it's just kind of interesting because there's not that many western style rpgs on switch no not really well, obviously we got the witcher now um but still it's it's nice to see 
and so I'll be interested to see how it actually fares once it's out and how you know how well it reviews but i'll definitely be interested in that the other one that kind of took me by surprise was them announcing that jedi outcast is coming to switch yeah, and, and such other a consoles. weird one like so random. It, it, it's a really old game it's so old it's, it's really, one that really we right, actually bonded over when we yeah. were much younger you know we, we, we played that back on the pc like a long time ago yeah um, i mean it was great it game had a, great it had game. a great multiplayer it was really fun but it's just a really random game to have kind yeah. of re-release sort of thing. um but it's cool it's it's great that it's there uh it's just going to ride the the star wars train even further yeah <laughs> i'm i'm quite excited for uh xenoblade chronicles that they're releasing oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cause I, I missed out on the wii because david had it and he played it and i sort of watched him and then obviously years have passed and i recently played through xenoblade chronicles 2 mm-hmm. So it's actually really good timing for me, really. Yeah. But they pop that on at the end, like the big reveal. And I think they were going to do that with Overwatch, but because it kind of got leaked, yes. they shoved yeah, that they at the front. It around. So a lot of people, I think, were a bit like, you're doing a port as so you're like, and one more thing. And I was yeah. like, I'm happy. <laughs> like, I want that game. Yeah, so, I think yeah. it's really great because a lot of people, you guys both included, speak very highly of Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which is on Switch and it's great. I've actually yet to play it and it is on my list, but... I think a lot of people missed definitely it's X, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, going on Chronicle X. Um, X. X was the Wii U one. So the oh, one that right, well, people missed that the, as well. In is fairness, the Wii one the very they, first? They one. missed the original one because it was on a system which was primarily owned by your non quote unquote gamer types. Agreed. You yeah, know, and that was certainly not a game for that that audience really. So it was definitely quite an underdog at the time. It, yeah. it was popular, but also not. Not probably not as popular as it should have been, I guess. I, I think being on the Switch will really give it that series an even bigger boost in you know in terms of popularity and allow a lot of people that haven't played it but have played the sequels to to you know experience the first one. Yeah, and of course you got Shulk in uh, Smash Brothers. So yeah, again, like the, the Smash Bros. <laughs> effect of like a character people are maybe less aware of, you know, uh, really boosting appeal. It has happened mm. multiple times before, and it's just happened again really with this. Definitely. But yeah, there was a bunch of other stuff as well. Little Town Hero, Game Freaks, like non-Pokemon RPG. Mm-hmm. It's coming out pretty soon. Banjo-Kazooie is alive in, in uh, Smash Brothers yeah, now. Cool. There yep. was a whole bunch of stuff. More than one soundbite's worth of stuff, for sure. And more than I expected Definitely. as well, I was expecting a slower, like smaller direct because quite a lot of their big stuff is still yet to come out, but has already been released. Um, like some stuff is coming out in like a month or two, some stuff coming out next year. So I was like, oh, well, it'll be a small one, just a reminder of a few things here and there. But they still actually managed to get a, like a decent, like surprisingly cool direct out of it. Yeah. Definitely. But I imagine we'll end up covering a lot of these games as they come out and, and we experience them uh, in later soundbite episodes or even full episodes. Uh, so until then, I've been Sefran. And I've been Gelada. And thank you, Tony, for joining us on uh, another Nintendo-themed episode. That's all right. I can go back to WoW Classic now. <laughs> yeah, have fun. But going back in time by, what is it, 12, 11 years? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and catch us again for another episode of Octal FM Soundbite very soon. Very soon. <laughs> I love it when David does that.